What's going on? What's popping? You know what I say. Welcome back to Wolfpack Performance. I'm your host, Jay Performance Talk Podcast and home of F1 Minute, the hottest live talk show on the planet where it's more about you than it is about me. And we got Ferrari bringing updates. All right. Remember what I say. I don't call them upgrades until they actually yield some type of positive results. Uh, something that's going to that's gonna tell us that indeed it is working and because it's working, then it will be an upgrade. But until then, it is only an update. And we're not we're not going to go too deep in it because, you know, it's the beginning of our race week. What's going on, Sylvia? Kelly, what's going on, Blue Diva? Paul in the chat early as hell already starting off. Just starting work and we'll be in a meeting. Won't make this one. Hope y'all have a great day. Peace and love, my friends. Let's go, Lewis Hamilton. Big shout out, Paul. Paul, early riser. Like I always say, you know, the birds get up to get the worm, but the eagles get up to get the birds. You know, I'm an eagle. Been popping since 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Figured I'd come on here. Uh, Been saw the news about Ferrari bringing updates. But that also goes to say, right, we were talking about updates and, and how those things should go. So let's just take a look at some of these things that Ferrari have going on. Uh, updated side pods. I'm really not buying into the whole narrative of the side pods are like Red Bull. I really don't. I don't see that. Although I do see a very profound decrease in the amount of gully they had as far as being the first team to bring that type of side pod. Now Ferrari would be a team. Technically, I think this change is is drastic enough to say that they have pretty much dumped their initial side pod. They've abandoned it. Okay. So that would make several teams that have abandoned their side pod concepts. You had Williams and McLaren first. They also had kind of minimized side pods. They abandoned that variation very soon. They did not wait long. What's going on, Musa? What's up, Blue Diva? They didn't wait long. Then, of course, you had Aston and Alpine adopt the Ferrari-like side pod instead. And that also didn't take too long. Uh, you had Aston really come with it this season. And they've gone deeper on their gully, their downwash section of their side pod versus re- reducing it. Then you got Mercedes abandoning their side pod concept to go more with what's concept that is more about on the grid, that's more popular on the grid. Now you have Ferrari that's abandoned their initial side pod concept, which have birthed other babies of concepts. So what does that say? I'm going to say this. A lot of people were on the bandwagon with Lewis Hamilton joining Ferrari and being out in front and in a faster car. Well, at this point in time, Ferrari would be behind the curve of Mercedes, although by only a week, still behind the curve. And I also told many people, you all are, too centric focused on Mercedes being so troubled because they were so great for a long amount of time, ran into some issues and people jumped on that. Like Mercedes was the only team struggling. I told you all, I told those people who did not pay attention. Ferrari was also struggling, if not more equal then. And this is an indication that indeed they felt that they were going in the wrong direction. They have totally changed their direction as far as the side pod. Now, it's not a Red Bull side pod to me. It doesn't even look Red Bull S, okay? Uh, there are several things that don't match up to say it's a Red Bull side pod. They could have more said it's just more along the lines of the concepts that you're going to see on the grid. Aside from Alpine 
and Aston, okay, which are babies of the F-175 technically, okay? Um, and and then I also see what's going on, Blue Diva. I know, I know we're looking at these things. We are looking forward to see what what's going to happen. And this is another thing. This is what's going to make the Spain GP exciting. And we will talk to this. Some of us said that Mercedes should not bring updates to Monaco and they should wait. Some of us said information is better than no information, which I agree with. But it would seem that Ferrari thought it's better to wait for Spain. There's no sense of us bringing this big of an update package to Monaco. It's not going to tell us much. I could go both ways with that. I could say that Mercedes bringing the update to Monaco gave them information about their package on a slow, draggy track. And now in Spain, one which was a test area at one point in time is going to be more of a high speed track. They'll have a better range of data versus what Ferrari would have. But maybe Ferrari don't care because if you really look at it, true, qualifying lap, the RB19 mattered, but also the A523 mattered in Alpine. Qualified third for Ocon, finished third. Uh, Alonso finished second. Max finished first. Max did lay down a hot lap. Only, I think it was several hundredths of a second off of Aston, which are you going to say that the Aston Martin is just as fast as the Red Bull on majority tracks? No. Monaco was a neutralizer. So maybe Ferrari's like, we don't really care about that because if we get it right at this type of track in Spain, we'll be good to go for majority of the tracks that are on the schedule. Aside from the few that may be Monaco S and really there's no Monaco S track except for Monaco. And also, hey, did we not did we not see this? And I want to give a big shout out to Mary Beanie and Blue Diva sending that. But did you all see that it may be possible and it seems like it's being reported that Monaco failed to reach the level one expectations or level one standards to be a Formula One track. So where is that going to leave Monaco? I hope off the schedule. I hope off the calendar schedule. All right. Because this is what is going on. There's a report. I'm not saying it's confirmed. I'm just saying there's a report floating around that Monaco indeed has not reached the level one standards that it would take for it to continue to be a Formula One track. So what's going to come out of those conversations? I don't know, but I do hope that Monaco gets dropped from the calendar. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, no, that's jacked up. You want? Yes, I want Monaco dropped. It's not a it's a grand track for boat shows, stars and all the hoopla. It's not a grand track for racing. Does Is it challenging? Yeah, it's t- challenging, but not in a way that it's going to breed good competition. It's challenging because you're trying to get your car around the track without tearing it up because it really doesn't fit. That's why. 083, good morning, Wolfpack fan. What's up? Good morning to you. So, yeah, I'm really not sad about that. I'm hoping that it does go. And what I do hope, I do hope this, that Monaco one day makes the upgrades, makes the adaptations to be a track that will fit in this new era of racing. But also, if we look here, uh, let's go ahead and go go big with this so we can check some of this out. If you go here, let's, did we miss? Uh, yeah, so right here, circle area, we do see the size stay, the uh, floor stay. It's not there, but there is still a mounting point toward the bottom side on that floor. So I do assume that they'll be running a floor stay. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I think it'd be better to run one than not run one, but maybe Ferrari may, you know, at that point in time, just like Alpine, they were very disgruntled about having had a floor that was extra rigid. And with it being extra rigid, it meant the floor was heavier. And when teams came out with floor stays or side stays, 
They were upset about that because then that meant that they could have made their floor lighter and utilize those stays to reinforce the floor. I don't think that Ferrari have made a much rigid floor to the point that they will not use a stay. Also around this red circle, you'll see in comparison to Imola in Spain, you'll see the different little bits and raises, those which almost look like flow gap, uh, gap separators, which would be on a front wing. They're directing flow into that little flick that comes up in it. Those are gone, but as that flick is really more pronounced to grab that airflow and direct it where it needs to go. So Ferrari definitely finding some some place in there to make adjustments. Also, just above, if you can tell, with although that blue area, look at how that shoulder going towards the rear is more pronounced and rolled, but goes more downward, all right, versus the older shoulder that really cradled that gully and was deep, more rounded at the top and just kind of washed away. It's, those are really big changes, so I don't know what this is going to do for Ferrari. I don't know. I'm really interested now to see what Ferrari does in Spain because I don't know, honestly, I can't imagine that Charles is too confident in Ferrari right now. I know he said he's confident in Fred and going forward and thinks Fred can do everything that needs to be done, but I'm not sure that I buy that from Charles right now. But also, Charles might want to sit tight because he's pushed and made some mistakes that I could see other teams probably being like, I don't know if that's going to be a good situation for us. But Charles is still a good driver. He's shown that. He's shown us glimpses that he can compete. So right now, at this point in time, I'm trying to figure out, is it more Charles or is it the car? Right now, I got, I'm, I'm kind of letting them share that blame right now until I see other. Now, if all of these updates turn into upgrades and the car is there, and we just see a bunch of driver mistakes, then at that point in time, we already know there's there's no question about it. But as you can see, increased uh, length on the floor fencing to really grab hold of that air as it comes in, really direct it, really control it. But we said that we were going to see an abundant amount of floor updates, and I'm going to be waiting for that. I didn't think it was going to happen by Spain. You need at least, you know, you need some time for that. I didn't think the floor updates were going to happen by Spain. This update didn't happen. It was already done. They just decided not to bring it until now, which, you know, goes along with what some of us agreed to that they should do. Also, the rear wing, definitely some changes there. Less drag, of course, to me in Spain, or maybe just in a different way. Also, they still do have the two supports right there on the wing. I remember they went with that single support. Things weren't working out too well. I'm hoping that they increase and fix that situation. So, that's uh, the two mounting points for the wing is good. DRS, the DRS actuator, at least the cover looks a bit different here. And out towards the end, the tips of the rear wing, it's a little bit more squared edge right there in that Miami one just off that tip, bit more rounded here for Spain. So there are differences there. Of course, there are going to be differences there, different track, different needs. You don't need... Um, Drag certain drag at certain tracks. You need more downforce at others. So rear wing packages are going to change. Like that's no big whoopla deal, but it is something to pay attention to. And here is that SF23. And I know I don't think most people are calling this a B spec, but I mean, maybe to some degree you could call it a B spec, but I don't think so. I don't. 
I don't think they're too much. And I do think there may be some subtle changes in their cladding that cover up the, the wishbone arms. I want to get some other photos of that and kind of compare that. But I do think those covers, that those cladding covers, I think there are some bit differences in there and probably to help airflow and aerodynamic reasons for that. Now, keep in mind, we're going to be back. This is not this is not going to be the only time we're going to be live. We're going to be back live again with like an overall update, especially if I can obtain a good list. And I think there's enough updates to go over for other teams as well. I will be interested to see what other teams are doing, especially Alpine and Aston. Definitely Red Bull brought some changes to their floor. They were already planned, but some small, subtle changes, but also Red Bull. A lot of people think Red Bull are probably going to change their side pods like drastically. And I don't know if that's going to be a good idea, but if Adrian Newey says so at this point in time, everything Newey says do, I think should be done. Uh, the guys proved that now it would be crazy. I know I've seen some people say this, that what if Red Bull come out with a zero pod and it's not zero pod. I don't know why people keep saying that. And that's what they're saying. Zero pod concept. It's a slim down side pod. If Red Bull come out with that and Adrian Newey develops a way to show the grid, mainly Mercedes, that the slim down side pod was an excellent idea. You just didn't know how to implement it, nor did you understand it. But me, Sir Adrian Newey, I know what to do. If he does that and that car is more successful or just as successful, oh my gosh. I'm going to have to find some shade to throw on Adrian Newey because I can't have him walking around here being that great. <laughs> I'm just saying, DP Auto House, what's going on? I can't have him walk around here being that great. Like, there's going to be some things to be said about Nui if he pulls that off. But, uh, yeah, here we go. More pictures of the SF23 in the garage getting assembled. It is an awesome thing to see these cars assembled, by the way, if you've never been there in person to see it. Definitely nice. Uh, here we go. Rear shot here. And like I said, I don't call this a Red Bull side pod. It's not a Red Bull side pod at all to me. It doesn't even look it's just it's just the Ferrari side pod without that deep downwash gully area that we're so accustomed to a seeing looking like a great white shark, which you still got your your vents back here. Uh just nowhere near as big there. And that section right there, a little bit different as the airflow is going to come down into that undercut. A little bit different there. I don't see that I think the S duck is still there. I want to check that and see if the S-duck is still there. Because remember, just beneath the inlet of the side pod, there was an S-duck there that brought airflow in. So I don't I don't think they've abandoned that, but I would like to get a little bit closer look and see if that's still there. I think it is still there. And if so, I want to see if it comes out in the same areas they had because it would have been that that would be interesting if they also vacated that. Uh, the floor, I mean, the floor looks awesome. I love, I mean, and when I say awesome, let me be transparent. When I say the floor looks awesome, I'm not saying the floor looks like it's really going to work. And there you see, you see the stay right there. So the stay did pop up. I'm not saying it looks awesome like it's going to work. I'm just saying I love to see innovation. I love to see flicks and curves and, and bends and just character on surfaces that just make them look aggressive and the Ferrari floor does look aggressive. One floor that I was disappointed that we never ever got to see was the floor from Alfa Romeo. We never got to see that such aggressive floor from their renders. 
And I thought they would have something that would be similar. Never came out. They were very disappointed on that. But this Ferrari floor, very interesting. Uh, almost a Mercedes-like flick out here, just up under the Shell logo that we see. And that's going to be another interesting thing to see how that floor cooperates. And now listen, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people put so much energy into thinking that the side pods indeed were the biggest problem at Mercedes. I'm not saying they weren't a problem, but I think the floor design. Okay. I think the suspension setup and the side pods almost all shared a very good portion of what was wrong with the W14 and even the W13, but we're in the W14 era now. What's wrong with that? To see that drastic amount of change, if it was only the side pods, then everything else wouldn't be have changed like it did. So there's an equal amount, amount of blame there for development as to why the Mercedes car was not working as well as probably the team just could not understand how to solve the problem of the W14 or how to overcome the challenges of the W14 slim down side pod design. I do. There's, there's always a way to get something to work. It's just how far, how much money and how long is it going to take you to get it to work? And at this point in time, formula one's moving so fast Red Bulls, the RB19 is moving fast as hell. Development is constantly moving and you have to judge appropriately. Do we have the time it's going to take us? Is this going to be another two seasons, three seasons? Could be. We don't have that time. And Lewis definitely is not going to take that time. We need to get onto a track and a train that is going to expedite our learning curve and get us back into the top team on the grid. And that slim down side pod, direction just wasn't it for them it's almost like yeah you can go back but the amount of time you went back you could have went forward and been finished but i think the finish line for the slim down side pot was so far out there that it was better for them to go back the other way and then continue in a different direction which they have done so yeah well, let's go ahead and take a look, look at some of these other photos completely assembled now aside from the wheels being on ferrari still looks good the car still looks good it does look different with those side pots though it does look different, more more traditional to what's on the grid at this point in time. So, you know, they've lost that. But you also see they got the flow gap separators on there. So the outwash furniture, quote unquote, they're sticking with that. So evidently, Sylvia Wick just blessed somebody with a Wolfpack membership. And Michael Dixon, congratulations. Welcome to the Wolfpack family. Sylvia Wick out here dropping blessings this morning, early Friday F before we go into FP1 and see what some of these cars are going to do on it. Remember, don't take don't take a lot out of FP1, but it's good to watch so you can get an idea of what teams may be troubling because they're going to do a lot of feedback. Also, I was a little disappointed, but not disappointed. And uh, not I'm I'm wondering if we're going to see flow viz on Mercedes and Aero Rakes here because we definitely got the room for the track. It's definitely one of the old test test areas. So if I don't see Mercedes doing some of that, again, I will be disappointed. And to me, I don't think they will be doing themselves any service or doing much justice to try to understand their new concept. So I'm going to be looking for flow viz, aero rakes even. What will I am, Wolfpack fam? It's raw week. You know it. So do those hammers in Barcelona go together like PB and J. I just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yesterday. I like strawberry jelly. What do y'all like? Grape, strawberry, apricot, apricot, uh, plum. You know, what do you like? What do you like? They got green grape, purple grape. What do you like? 
uh, our tea and biscuits, our fish and chips. I'm saying he dominates here. I'm saying you hungry, bro. It's morning. You probably didn't eat your breakfast yet. You about to make me hungry. I'm about to go get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich this morning. Like, shit, I haven't even ate yet. But yeah, that's <laughs> Will I am. Hey, man, I made, hey, Will, I made a special short video just for your rookie, bro. Just for you and the rookie, bro, Logan Sargent. I made it just for Logan, man. So yeah, we'll go in a little bit more here. And uh, here's that car, a, good, a bit more quarter, quarter view shot from the front. You can see the side. That's what I'm saying. If you look at that side pod, that's not Red Bull S at all. It's just a, it's a less aggressive version of the Ferrari side pod. Just more going along with the general concept that's on the grid now. That's not Red Bull side pod to me, especially the inlet ducts, nowhere near Red Bullish. So I don't know, you know, people thought maybe Mercedes was going to copy Red Bull. And even looking at that, it was like, nah, not so much. And and now that Red Bull have abandoned that deep downwash area, I don't know how much deeper Mercedes might need to go on their side pod variation. Although it could be very well noted that Aston Martin has went deeper on theirs and they are still competitive. We'll see what it looks like in Spain for them. And also Alpine. I want to know if Rossi's going to flip his lid. If Alpine, you know, the carriage indeed turns back from a nice crystal ball to a raw, nasty, spoiled pumpkin. And if he goes off, because I'm also going to be looking to see if Alpine can duplicate what they did in Monaco in Spain to actually see if they're a team that has made progress and steps forward. Or was it just allocated and just really attributed to the Monaco's GP circuit, which can attribute a lot of things as long as you qualify well and are not by running in the wall. So going to be looking to see about that. Uh, also here, looking at those front wings and the, uh, the side pods in comparison. Just kind of checking those out as far as what's been, what was, what is not anymore. And a dope shot right there of the Ferrari coming through Monaco. That That is a dope shot, like no doubt. That is a nice shot of Ferrari. This Ferrari is still a very good-looking, sexy car. Uh, you, can't, you can't deny that. Ferrari is a very good-looking, sexy car. Like that is, that's just a fact. One of my favorite cars are designed on the uh, on the grid also Mercedes still Mercedes uh, with the slim down side pod and then Alpine Aston Martin and then Red Bull Red Bull is like Red Bull's overall car looks very good to me but as far as like side pod it's like eh but just because it's eh the shit works like mm, you know what I'm saying like it don't look all that but it works like that so goes to show looks ain't everything even in Dayton, looks ain't everything, you know, like sometimes you can downgrade on those looks and upgrade on some of those qualities. Overall, you got a better package and that's what Red Bull got overall. They got a better package. So I know a lot of us are waiting to see what they're going to end up doing as far as their floor. And other teams on the floor, big shout out to Perez once again for that gift to all the grid to expose Red Bull's design on the on that floor because there were a lot of bits and nuances and changes on that floor that teams might start taking because you look at other floors they're pretty plain Jane underneath they're like yeah I mean that's what are you doing under there just nothing just kind of letting airflow have its way the Red Bull floor looks like it's enforcing what you're going to do when you come up under here and that likely may be where a lot of the success is and if so there it goes again a lot of the success is attributed to the floor because ground effects error. Just saying. <laughs> More of the success or not is going to be attributed to your floor design, the flow that's going to go in those ground effects, the uh, maybe even some of your skids. 
to keep your car from reaching stall and then porpoising and finding a very good balance of all of that to not hit stall, but have as much downforce as you can and never leave that area. Optimal downforce, constant downforce. And Red Bull have seemed to pretty much nail that You because you saw the floor. The wear is crazy. I'm wondering if, if Red Bull's floor has exceeded like limitations and it needs to be checked. I want to know how often they're checking these floors and if they're really enforcing that. We know like how often they're supposed to, but are they actually doing it? So going to be an interesting race weekend. You know we're going to be here. FP1 today, FP2 today, tomorrow, FP3, and qualifying live. We'll be here at Kickback Quality where we're going to have another trivia games. Uh, Will sent your $50 Visa gift card out to you, bro. You should be getting that real soon, probably tomorrow, hopefully. Let me know. Sent you the tracking number. Also sent out some Wolfpack member shirts to people yesterday. Got some more to send overseas. So if you are a green badge like Sylvia Wick Kelly, like Mary Beanie, who else got a green badge in here? Somebody else. DP Auto Haas, Blue Diva. If you have a green badge, you need to reach out to me so that you can get your Wolfpack performance free podcast shirt all right also the shirts that are coming in the vip boxes got a new design for those just got the samples in yesterday gonna go ahead and start the process on those to get made have a slew of them made so we can put those different design i will post a picture of it it's gonna be different whereas the logo was i'll just show you wolf pack fam up in here blessing people will i am says i'm gonna bless somebody this weekend with a wolf pack membership ronald you have been blessed by Will I Am. Big shout out to Will doing that. So I'm I'm excited. This is go- and also it's going to be a Wolves Den Discord today at some point in time. I got a couple appointments that I got to have done, but I'm going to go ahead and schedule that today so we can talk about things after FP1. Kind of see what y'all think before we go into FP3. Uh, matter of fact, we'll, it's gonna be, we'll schedule it after FP2. So that way, before we go into FP3 and qualifying, we'll have an idea. So that way, we could probably do some. Um, some forecasting or some some guesses, predictions for a quality kickback to see where you think these guys are going to end up in pole position. So save your reminders, set your reminders, subscribe to the channel, like the videos. Don't miss a live because things will get live here at Wolfpack Performance. I'm telling you, we get crazy. And yes, do not think that I don't. What's up, EJ Norse was popping. Do not think that I don't have a bottle. Moet sitting waiting if it ever happens that mercedes grabs another podium and we will see what that what that brings all right so big shout out to everybody um thank done it wolves den two months ago phone is done it worked at last (laughs) big shout out bro big shout out to you so yeah we're gonna be popping in here we we, we will likely be live again today maybe uh but wolves den is definitely going to be today so i will post that link for the discord so you all can join and hop in there i want to hear what you all think and then don't forget, Mondays, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be here for F1 Minute, where you get to come on to the show, say what you think about the GP that passed, what we think about these updates, what you think about the teams going forward, what do you, what all do you think is going to happen, where do you think these teams are going to place? Punk, what's up? Got out of that meeting. He said, I made it. Let's go race weekend. Let's go, Lewis Hamilton. Paul said, I was in that meeting, but I'm out now. He don't care. Paul said, even if I'm late, I'm going to be early. Paul was actually early. He was actually early. He wasn't late. He was early. And now he's still here. That's what I'm talking about. Dedicated, all that good shit. So we're going to see what happens. Also, race day waffles. I will post that. Last week, I did Reese peanut butter cup waffles. I don't know what I'm going to do this week, but we will see. I'm Actually, I think I know what I might make. That might be crazy. 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to make that. So I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna write it down so I don't forget that shit. Oh, that might be a crazy wa- waffle. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to race day with the waffle that I just came up with. That's I gotta go get some of the ingredients today. All right, so big shout out to y'all. Peace and love. We're gonna we're gonna be alive again. We will be in the Discord today. So get ready for that. My UK brothers and sisters, my US brothers and sisters, Japan, wherever you are, Netherlands, Iceland, Africa. Wherever you are, listen, come join us. South America, wherever you are, Bahamas, come join us, okay? Come be here so you can join us for Wolfpack and uh, the lives this weekend and win some money on Saturday. Will won $50. Who's going to win $50 or $25? You get the right to spend for a $50 or $25 gift card this Saturday if you win Kickback Quality Trivia. Wildcat might be coming with some heat because he got every answer right. He was just a tad slow on that button, but he got every answer right. So I'm well. I'm. I, he's gonna win. He's gonna wind up winning a kickback quality trivia. I'm telling you that right now. All right, you all. Y'all stay up. Peace and love. I'm out.